Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're listening from. Welcome back to Blur Podcast Season 3. Um, at the start of the new racing season, I suppose. Loads to talk about today, loads to get on with. You know, you'd be surprised how much goes off in the um, in the off-season. There's always so much going on, isn't there? But, yeah, we're back. There's so much, you know, coming up this year, so many exciting things. Every single championship looks like they're having a big shake-up, you know, with the new Formula 1 cars and rules, the new hypercar system and GT changes and everything in Le Mans. Um, we have hybrid systems and touring cars and WRC has already kicked off. Oh, there's a million things to talk about, and there always is, and that's why we love sport, isn't it? Because there's always a topic, there's always something to to talk about and get our teeth into. So let's start with Formula 1, the big one. I know I, I'm not a big fan of, not a huge fan of Formula 1 as they am as other sports, but it's always worth talking about. I mean, it's the big, supposedly the pinnacle of motorsport, isn't it? But um, yeah, so they've just had their shakedown test in Spain and have are now on the way to Bahrain for the first official test before the first race in two weeks at Bahrain. We've now seen all 10 cars, and there's been some interesting ways to interpret these new rules, and everyone's gone a slightly different way. Some very interesting designs. So it'll be interesting to see what the field is like after a couple of races. I'd say after about three or four races, that's when you get your idea of where the field kind of stands. Um, so we've still got a bit of time before we can see what's going on, but definitely some interesting things coming up. Um porpoising has been the big thing on everyone's lips hasn't it the being these new ground effect cars that we haven't seen since the 80s sucking themselves to the ground but a bit too well because they're pushing themselves back up and bouncing around and stuff very interesting to see what happens in Bahrain and how they manage that quite a flat circuit um uh, still a newish one and well you know well looked after so it'll be interesting to see how they get on and we have a host of circuits I mean realistically if you're a Formula One team boss you want to be on top of this especially if your car suffers it very badly you want to be on top of this by monaco because if you go to monaco and this is still a problem you're you're in you're in trouble aren't you uh, those bumpy street roads and uh, there's a bumpy track you know you can tell just in the old cars so god knows how these are going to handle uh in terms of the Formula One calendar big calendar 22 summit races obviously russia was cancelled for obvious reasons and there's loads of other stuff you know new tracks and all that uh, season kicks off in two weeks. There are other championships already floating around and stuff and some big stuff. But yeah, some good good stuff coming up. We'll go through each team now. Um, you're probably wondering why I was playing Gran Turismo music, by the way, at the start. Well, that's because tomorrow, or midnight tonight, Gran Turismo 7 is officially launched. You know, we've waited since 2017 for a new GT game, and it's finally out at midnight. Lots of streamers and stuff showing their love for the game today, and I'll be on it tonight and tomorrow. Really looking forward to it, actually. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. So let's dive into the Formula 1 team, starting with Red Bull Racing. Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez again behind the wheel. Uh, Max Verstappen just today signed a five-year contract extension, which I think is smart. I mean, Red Bull aren't going anywhere. Um, great program, great team. I expect them to be up there at the front. No real big problems for them during testing. I think Perez had a, an issue once, but overall, I think they're on the money, aren't they? Um, testing very good. Delivery difficult to rate because it's the same every year. Obviously, different sponsorships and stuff. But say a seven out of ten livery, 
testing, probably 7 out of 10 as well. Nothing too exciting from Red Bull. Mercedes car looks amazing again, back in silver this year. Mm. George Russell now behind the wheel alongside Lewis Hamilton. Really good in testing. Uh, they did the quickest times, actually. one nineteen one. I think Hamilton did on the final day. But again, I wouldn't read anything into times. I wouldn't read any. We don't know what fuels, tyre, you know. Not important at the moment. Uh, in terms of delivery, 7 out of 10, very good. Uh, testing, 8 out of 10, very good. Consistent, quick, look good. Annoyingly, they look good. God damn it. McLaren, big surprise. Probably one of the teams to suffer least from porpoising. Delivery looks pretty good as well. I'd say that's a 7 out of 10 as well. Uh, Danny Ricardo and Lando Norris again behind the wheel didn't suffer a lot from porpoising and looked pretty quick at 8 out of 10 for testing for McLaren Aston Martin Sebastian Vettel and Lance Stroll again uh, delivery looks very cool proper Aston Martin vibes back to the green because they done a BWT sponsorship now very cool with the Aramco and Cognizant on the sides 8 out of 10 for me very cool livery really really nice um, in terms of testing didn't light up the timing sheets today. Quite consistent. 7 out of 10 testing for Aston Martin. But, you know, they could be up there. Strong front. Interesting design. So, strong at the front. Now, Ferrari. This is the big one. Ferrari F175. That's their car this year. To go from one of the worst liveries to one of the best is, is crazy. They definitely listen to the fans. And the car looks really, really nice. Um, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz behind the wheel. Honestly, 10 out of 10 livery. Seriously. Beautiful. Looks like the uh, early 1990s car, doesn't it? The black and red. Beautiful design. No stupid green or burgundy or anything. It looks really good. Just proper dark red on a black you know, body scheme. Very nice. 10 out of 10 livery. Testing very quick. 9 out of 10 testing. Quick, consistent. Did suffer from porpoising quite a bit, but I think Ferrari would be on top of it. And a really cool design as well. The car looks really quick. Um... 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, yeah, very good. Alpine, uh, one of the last to show their cars and stuff. BWT Alpine now. BWT is one of the most annoying sponsors, isn't it? Must get my pink and big branded everywhere. Just Why can't the car just stay blue? It looks so much better. Uh, Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon again in the car. Nothing major in testing, didn't do anything exciting, did they? I think they had an end, big engine blowout. Probably a 6 out of 10 for testing. Weren't magnificent. Liveries, they're running a full pink one for the first two races, which I'm just ignoring, but their main livery they're running for the season. Looks pretty good, but it could be better. 6 out of 10. Solid 6 out of 10 for Alpine across the board there. Haas, uh, Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin at the moment. Uh, I don't think that will change, to be honest. It's unfair. As much as I'm don't, not a big fan of the guy, it's unfair to criticise him and get him out of the team for you know problems with his country it's not his fault is it so uh, obviously they've taken the Euro Cali sponsorship away and changed the livery slightly they've been running all white I think that will change I think Haas might go back to their old deliveries maybe to try and pull themselves away from this any Russian branding or anything at the moment uh, 6 out of 10 for livery, nothing exciting, can't say much. Car looked pretty quick, consistent running, 7 out of 10 testing. Don't know if it'll be that quick, but they have got some interesting stuff on them, so we'll see how they get on in Bahrain. Williams FW44, they've run some different 
side pods and stuff. Interesting. Livery, pretty cool. Alex Albans returned alongside Nicholas Latifi. Uh, in terms of the livery, 8 out of 10, really cool. I like the diamond branding on the side and the blue and the red. Looks really nice car. Uh, testing, weren't that exciting. Didn't look too quick. And I, I honestly don't think, as, as much as it hates me to say, it's difficult to say at the moment, isn't it? We don't know. But as much as I hate to say it, the car doesn't look that quick. So, 6 out of 10. We'll see how they get on in Bahrain. AlphaTauri, they're just the dark horse of the field every year, aren't they? Since since they've become AlphaTauri, they've been amazing, haven't they? Uh, beautiful livery, 8 out of 10. Very nice. Flexbox lets it down a little bit, but that's sponsorship, isn't it? Uh, Yuki Shinoda, Yuki Shinoda again with Pierre Gasly. Testing, quick, consistent, 8 out of 10. Very good. AlphaTauri could be quick. Good-looking car as well, you know? Really nice. Alfa Romeo, big flop in testing, weren't they? Uh, they've got Valtteri Bottas on board, Juan Yu Zhou, the only rookie of the year. Um, very cool livery when it was finally released, uh, and interesting testing livery as well. So it's a few tricks to hide, that's for sure. Uh, the livery at the moment, 8 out of 10, very beautiful car, very nice. Testing, 5 out of 10, 4 out of 10 maybe. Quick, when they could be, did get some running, Zhou was impressive, but the car was just... It was just, oh, it was just in trouble, wasn't it? There was problems, and they just did not go well. So hopefully things can come back for them for Bahrain again. It's too early to tell. I mean, we don't know how these are going to race. We've not seen any of these race simulations. We don't know what tires and fuels, what's qualifying going to be like. Are people going to take it easy? So many answers, and they will come. I think by the end of the month we'll know a few answers definitely. But we want to really start the European season. That's when we'll sort of know when things are things are kicking off but all the cars do look fantastic and it should be a new exciting era for the sport shouldn't it really um yeah so max max verstappen got a contract extension as we saw this morning i'm just double checking it now yeah five years five years with red bull interesting very exciting um great driver you know deserve the championship i don't want to get into all that stuff from last year you know but they both deserve the championship didn't they but yeah, should be interesting. Uh, let's just have a quick look if there's anything else from testing we can analyse. Yeah, fastest lap times. Mercedes were at the top, weren't they? 1.91 with Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, 1.92. Perez, 1.95. Lando Norris, 1.95. Leclerc, 1.96. All around the 1.19 marks. Quite spread out, though, but yeah, can't read anything into testing. You know, don't go, oh, Mercedes have won it again. You know, don't worry about it. Okay, it's um, early, early days yet. Yeah, very early days. We'll see how barring goes, but yeah, it, interesting. It's always interesting to look at the times. Uh, yeah, the new Alfa Romeo, beautiful, beautiful car. Uh, laps completed. So this is the interesting stuff, isn't it? Consistency. Uh, Carl Sainz got the most, two hundred thirty-six laps. I mean, that Ferrari just kept going, didn't it? Just kept going and going. Leclerc got 203 laps, so, you know, 400-plus laps between them. Ricardo 212, Russell 209, Albon 207. Not bad. You know, very good. I'd say anything over 200 laps, you've done really well. And a lot of these guys did, uh, apart from Alfa Romeo. Uh, and this is the big stuff, really, isn't it? How many laps people did. Ferrari 439, Mercedes 393, McLaren 367, Red Bull 358. 
a lot of laps. Uh, Ferrari definitely getting in the laps. Very consistent from the, the top sort of four teams there. Williams, 347. Very good. And then you've got the midfield and people below that. I mean, Alfa Romeo, 175 laps. It's not a lot at all, you know. Quarter of the other teams. Hopefully, you know, Bahrain is a lot better. Um, yeah, so it was quite interesting, wasn't it? Good to see the cars out on track for the first time and driving around. Obviously, they weren't at full speed away there or anything, and um, there was a lot more to kind of take in than there, than there was, wasn't there, really? Um, early days, Bahrain's coming up soon. We'll see what happens. Very good. A lot of Flovis paint, a lot of sensors on the cars and stuff, those big, great things they have on the but yeah it should be good it's good i reckon it could has the potential to be another good year i mean last year i would consider it to be a, a strong year but this year maybe good we want you know i want everyone to fight for the, i want everyone the whole point of entering a championship especially for me is to win i want every team to have the chance to win this year otherwise what's the point so we'll see we'll see how we get on maybe i'm asking too much i probably am but we'll see it should be good anyway i don't whether the pecking orders changed much i don't think it has but the racing being closer is what we want, isn't it? So we'll see. So lots of other stuff. We're still. We were, I was going to talk about the Le Mans entry list. Uh, Twenty four hours Le Mans, which was supposed to be released on Tuesday. It's now Thursday, and they've pushed it back to later this weekend. So we'll have a look at that. I'll, I'll talk about it next time. Still waiting for that. Uh, a bit irritating, but what can you do? There's been some change. I think a lot of the stuff is around G Drive racing and some other stuff in Russia, and you know. It, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment, and there's no rush to get that entry list out. What annoys me about it is Peugeot not bothering. I mean, I can understand what they're talking about because they don't want to waste a shot at Le Mans. But you know, they said they were gonna. The WEC need to implement full season entries. What's the point? You can't just enter hypercar and just do like free races. What's the point? Everyone should commit to a full season. Otherwise, what you know, there's no point. It just ruins the. You know, it ruins the integrity of the sport. People are dropping in and out all the time. They need to commit to a full season. There's no point. So at the moment, we have the two Toyotas, one Glickenhaus, one Alpine, comparing for the full season. We should have a second Glickenhaus for Le Mans. No Peugeots, but they will be in the championship later in the season. And maybe, maybe the Bicolors Van Wall machine, but we don't know. Uh, Corvette, Porsche and Ferrari and GTs, again... GTs and LMP2 are subject to change in the next year. I think it'll be GT Pro and AM stuff, what they're doing at IMSA, if you've seen that. They're 24 hours a day turn and they had the GT3 cars split into two classes, the Pro class for Pro drivers and AM class. Same cars, but just different driver levels. So we'll see how we get on. Uh, at the moment, hypercars, what we need to look at. And it doesn't sound like the Mon's going to be that exciting this year. But next year, definitely, uh, with all these new manufacturers coming in, we'll see how we get on. Obviously, we've seen the Porsche testing and everything, so there is a lot of excitement coming around that, isn't there? Uh, WEC has kicked off. Uh, WRC, sorry, the Rally Championship started in Monte Carlo, won by M Sport and Sebastian Loeb. Brilliant. Great drive. That Puma, I mean, the cars look great, don't they? The, the new Hyundai and Toyota and that, but the Puma looks really nice with the purple electric on it and stands out, doesn't it? And very quick car, and he won. Brilliant. Brilliant drive. And then uh, Toyota won this weekend in Sweden, so it's, it's it's all to play for. I think Toyota's to lose. I still think they're the team to beat in terms of driver lineup and the car. I think if M Sport had you know a more consistent lineup, more experienced lineup, maybe they could win. 
but at the moment it's Toyota's doing and Hyundai have had some troubles again and how how much longer are they going to commit to the championship they've they've tried to win it and not happened you know they've been runner up so many times we'll see uh, the big stories are of course in the BTCC the British Touring Car Championship set to kick off in late April May time isn't it it's always late isn't it you have to wait months for the championship to start uh, hybrids of course that's the big thing is we switched to hybrid engines this year still three manufacturers so Ford BMW and Toyota represented on the grid we've also got Hyundai's Infinities, Cooper's BMW's Honda's Vauxhall's maybe you know big grid 32 cars so capacity grid despite um, Alan Gow trying to you know shorten it a little bit Napa Racing UK is a big one uh, which are part of the motor-based division. They've taken over two Fords and signed double, uh, triple champion Ashley Sutton and Dan Camish. So that's going to be good, isn't it? Super team. Team to beat, I suppose. Uh, in their other two cars, Sam Osborne and Ollie Jackson running the MB Motorsport kind of banner, isn't it? So should be good. Team BMW got three cars again. One sponsored by Rocket Racing. It's the MB Motorsport one with Jake Hill. Uh, he's moved over there and then Turkington and Jelly retrained for Team BMW. Toyota Gazoo Racing UK got three cars this year. Uh, only confirmed Butcher at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see who they put in there. It'd be so cool to see Jason Player on one of them. I know I know what people are going to say is, you know, he's he's older now and he'll be retiring soon and stuff. But it'd just be nice to give him one last hurrah, wouldn't it? Front wheel drive, top team, two seasons, see how he gets on. He's only a couple of wins away from the 100, man. <laughs> Independent entries and uh, we've got accelerate motorsport split into two sort of banners for hyundai as they've got this year same as last year bristol street motors just announced yesterday with their chilton and ingram lineup new sponsorship cars look very nice and the sort of red blue silver very good and then there are the two cars uh, only download confirmed at the moment but that'll be the accelerate with trade price cars banner laser tools racing three infinities again uh, they got moffat and just signed Dexter Patterson and a to be assigned driver which I assume probably will be Carl Budley uh, a lot of these get announced quite late because of sponsorship and stuff but we'll see uh, Team Hard running the Cooper again four of them uh, Goff Jack Goff and Aaron Taylor Smith race winners already confirmed two more seats available there Car Gods with Sicily Motorsport that's Sicily's BMW lineup uh, Adam Morgan again of course and newcomer George Gamble that should be quite an interesting duo uh, Halfords Racing with Cataclean, uh, Robottom and Shedden of course sign, and they've got a third car, so it'll be interesting to see who they put in that. Team Dynamics haven't run three cars since 2016, I don't think so. It'll be quite interesting. Could Matt Neal return, possibly, if they don't find someone, but I don't think so. Maybe a new driver, or maybe his son, you know? Why not? Maybe one of the Neal boys. Powermax Racing, I th- it says Fox Lastra at the moment, but I think they might have a new car on the way because that is the oldest car on the grid what has it been around since 2016 um it's had its day in the sun hasn't it i think it's time to move on get a new machine they were quite quick last year podium finishes of course but i think they need a fresh pair of wheels i think they might bring one in i don't know what it is but i think they might do michael Kreese signed for them yesterday uh, and then they've got a spare seat and then finally btc racing have expanded to four cars this year crazy no drivers confirmed yet, but I'm thinking it'll be like Josh Cook, um, Jade Edwards, and then two. I'm not sure. Could be Nick Hamilton. We'll we'll see. 
So yeah, quite a few drivers yet to be confirmed. Season's not starting for a while. We still got the media day and all that stuff. Loads of stuff to come up, like I said. Uh, and the calendar, yeah, same as always, kicks off at Donington Park, um, 23rd, 24th of April still. Still another month and a half away. Yeah, plenty of time, plenty of time. So yeah, there's loads of stuff coming up, isn't it? Crazy, when you think about it. If you really, you know, dive into all these championships. I mean, even NASCAR, the Spring Cup Series, has already kicked off, hasn't it? In there, they've had three races now, big season, uh, and they're using those new gen cars with the change number boards and all that stuff. And you can get into that another time, but it, it is quite an interesting championship, definitely. Uh, they were racing at the LA Coliseum for the Clash race, and then they moved to Daytona, where Austin Sindrick won on his on the debut for Team Penske. Very cool, very good race, nice finish, and then all to Club Speedway. So it was busy, busy. So yeah, there is loads to talk about. It's still early days yet, so we'll have plenty more to kick off in in uh, next week. Uh, I've got loads of cool stuff lined up actually. Um, so more, obviously, more motorsport talk, more motorsport reviews. Interesting to get into cars. My plan is to get a few interviews on the go. I've been talking to a couple of streamers locally and around that Tijney, and it'd be great to get him on the show. I would. I'm going to try and talk to him a little bit more. You know, it's difficult, isn't it, when you're not an established person to try and talk to these people but I do have a few streamers I'm talking to so fingers crossed something will come up and we'll get some interviews on the go that'd be nice wouldn't it so you're not just sitting here listening to me talk Um, obviously a review of Gran Turismo 7 so I'll be playing that from tonight and tomorrow and over the weekend and whenever I can I don't want to review it too early because I want to give a chance for the game to iron out any problems updates and I want to get in you know really get into it because it's quite a big game and there's lots of stuff to go through so maybe um Maybe in two weeks or so, I'll probably probably talk about that. So we've got all the season openers, Formula 1, the touring cars, and various events I'm going to go to throughout the year. Then I want to talk about a few other things. So defunct racing championships is something that's been on my mind for a bit, like um, the World Touring Cars, the V8 Superstars, GT1. Um, yeah, there's loads of stuff to talk about. Uh, that, that'll be good and then I also want to talk about racing cars and my favourite racing cars so I'll go through each brand and talk about each car and why they're important to me and hopefully get a response from you guys and get some answers and stuff so yeah loads to loads to talk about loads to jump into and it's going to be a good year I think it's going to be a good year for motorsport and I graduate university in a couple of months finish university in May and then my plan is to get full fully stuck into motorsport journalism really Um, you know hopefully moving to Liverpool and, and work there and we'll see how we get on so there's loads of exciting stuff coming this year loads of cool projects I'm working on some other stuff as well and we'll see you know all I can say is enjoy the content if you, there's anything you want me to talk about you know message me on Twitter or something my Twitter's at uh, Blurb Podcast also um, running um, an Instagram account in association with Hot Wheels that's Hot Wheels underscore Northwest. And yeah, my blog on WordPress, WordPress forward slash uh, www.wordpress forward slash uh, blur blogs. So loads of stuff coming up, loads of interesting projects. I'm just trying to get stuck in as much as I can and build up a portfolio and yeah, really get into it. And I want to say thank you for everyone who's been listening and supporting so far. We've re- you know, we've got quite a few views now and reached out to a few countries, especially in America. I know you guys are listening in and people around Europe and even Africa as well, which is crazy. So thank you all so much for listening. And um, yeah, this is just sort of an introductory episode, a bit of talk about Formula 1 testing, nothing 
overly exciting. But yeah, loads of cool stuff, as I said, coming up. More motorsport this year, events, uh, video games, interviews. It's all coming. So stay tuned, enjoy. And yeah, I will see you all very, very soon. I'm just going to leave you with some more uh, Gran Turismo uh, music uh, when these stupid adverts stop coming up. Uh, thank you very much for listening this has been Blur Podcast Season 3 Episode 1